I heard God whisper to me, I didn't forget. Mm. I didn't forget the dreams that you had as a little girl. Mm. It's still a moment for me. Mm. Because you know how you desire things and when it doesn't come, you just mm-hmm. shift what you want mm-hmm. to kind of make it okay. Mm. You, know, you just kind of let that dream die. Because what was happening in my career was so great. You know, Mary Mae was winning Grammys and platinum and TV. and But there was another dream I had. And so God allowed me to even after we decided to take a minute on Mary Mary to still become myself. And that is Erica Campbell speaking on Mary Mary and what the fans still want to hear. But on this edition of Naked, she talks about her latest single and life as just Erica Campbell. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. 
Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. It's the greatest in sports and entertainment connected with us. Every champion and carry champions to be a champion. A champion and carry champion. They girl, you did it. Got a champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment connected with us. Hey everybody, welcome to today's edition of Naked. So on the podcast today, we have Erica Campbell. And you all may know Erica Campbell as the other half or one half of the very explosive group, Mary Mary. It's a gospel group that I know everybody, at least in in my world, uh, are familiar with what these ladies sing. My favorite is Shackles on My Feet, but I can't sing, so I won't do that. But what I realized prior to interviewing her was that she knew so many people that I knew in this very small world, and they always spoke so highly of her and talked about how if you ever met her once, you're going to really enjoy her personality, you're going to enjoy her style. So when we have the opportunity to interview someone such as that, I jump at it. Her solo career began in 2013, but prior to that, as we all know, her and her younger sister, Tina, were arguably one of the hottest uh, gospel groups that were around. Beginning in 1998, uh, they had a platinum album that was released and they were considered up there with Kirk Franklin and all these other groups, these mainstream, and I say mainstream, not in a negative way, but I say mainstream in a way where gospel was being played on local radio stations. And so today she sits down with us on Naked and she shares so many invaluable lessons I often ask the question when I meet people who are able to live in both worlds, and by live, I mean uh, make music that can appeal to others outside of those who may or may not believe in Jesus Christ, who may or may not be Christians, but her music is considered mainstream. And she shares stories um, about the life that she has lived, growing up with her sister, when the group was initially formed, what's next for her. Uh, She has uh, new music dropping on Friday, so I encourage everybody to check it out. By the time you listen to this podcast, it will be out. It's another single. And she um, is just giving us some true life lessons. Uh, I say amen a lot, so do not be annoyed. Uh, I say tell me more a lot, so do not be annoyed. And per usual, you can always fast forward through the commercials. I appreciate when you guys do that. Sit back, relax, and enjoy Erica Campbell. Um, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome Erica Campbell to the podcast. Uh, Erica, you said to me prior to us beginning that you have been doing press all day. Tell us about what is happening in your world. Uh, well, um, my last single positive got nominated for a Grammy, which is super excited about that. Um, Congratulations. My, thank you. I released my new single, Feel All Right Blessed, this Friday. And I'm just, you know, I'm always trying to be the best version of myself. And um, putting out songs like this is a message that first I sing to myself. And so I want to be able to sing it with confidence. And when you've experienced bad days, when you've experienced the negative, when the positive does come, it's just it's more rewarding. You know, when you felt bad and you didn't feel blessed, when you do feel blessed, it's like, girl, let me tell you about this. So that's why the music that I I sing, it's such a. It's such a passion for me because so many people are in a low space and in a low place. And if you can just give them a little hope just to keep going, um, then I think I'm doing my job on planet Earth. Yeah, I think you are. I've often been curious when people have been given um, such a beautiful talent as singing. 
You will hear all the time people will say, if I could have one talent, it will be singing. Everyone asks if you could do one thing, right? It's the people like me who was like, if I could do one thing, it would be beautiful if I could sing. <laughs> when did you know, like growing up, walk me through this, this rite of passage, I'm assuming that you had, um, you were, where were you born and, 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 and how were your circumstances growing up? And when did you know you had this voice, this beautiful gift from God? I grew up in a big family. I was born in the Linwood, California, um, yep. to uh, two parents who loved God and loved each other and loved us, but were complicated human beings as we all are. Yep. Um, I remember we moved a lot. We were not rich at all. So we moved a lot. Um, but we had a whole lot of love, a whole lot of laughter. And when we were little kids, my father would call us in the room to pray around the bed me and my sisters. Um, and then after he would pray and read a scripture, he would ask me to sing. And I think the youngest age I remember is about five, remembering my parents' faces when I would sing. Um, it was a song called Ordinary People by Danny Bell that I remembered. Um, at this time, we were living in Inglewood, where mostly we moved around Inglewood. And mm -hmm. I just saw this, this pride and joy in their face. And while I loved it, I love the effects of it, especially on my parents. And so I always wanted to make them proud. Um, of course, I didn't know that it was this gift when I was young. You know, I wanted to go outside and play and my mom maybe be in the choir early on. I wanted to do what my other friends did. And I remember um, women in the church praying over me saying, you're a little bit different from everybody else. You're not going to be able to do what everyone else does. Well, that's the worst thing you can tell a young person because all you want to do when you're young is what everyone else is doing. So it took me a bit of time to get to this place of confidence. But I think all of that made me who I am. All of that allowed me to speak to people who have been in that place, in that low place, and have been striving for, dreaming about better and getting to better yeah. and what that means yeah. and what that looks like. I... When I look at you, I will, first of all, I grew up in L.A. too, but not like, you know, like I was like in West L.A., but I feel like we're oh. sisters in that way because the, the L.A. thing is very palpable. You could feel it. That's a side note. It is. How do you in your life, you know, with this with this gift, how do you in your life always are you always as happy and upbeat and so positive as I'm looking at you? I'm like, she's so smart. She knows everything that she's saying. Like, she's very kind. Is this is this every day? <laughs> How do you do this every day? Girl, no, it is a choice. <laughs> and sad don't feel good to me. Yeah. Mad don't feel, it, don't, it, don't, it doesn't, it doesn't yeah. sit well. And sometimes I'm there. And when I am there, all I'm doing is thinking about getting out of that place. You know? Um, so I like resolve. I like having healthy conversations, even when they're tough, because I, I, I don't, I don't fake well. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. You got to keep it on people I got an issue with, or I just, I don't, maybe it's an LA thing. I don't know. I don't. Well, yeah, no, yeah, no. I, well, I do, I do believe we are different from other people. Like I say this all the time, people, and I say this on this podcast, if you're from LA, you're not so much like looking over your shoulder for the next one. Like you're like, no, it's good. It's fine. Like you're not, you're not out for the fame yeah. of it all. Right. And, and, right, and, right. and that leads me to my next question. So, so. You be in your world become famous, which is it's it's hard to be famous, period, but let alone in a in a very niche 
world of gospel. Mm -hmm. Um, It's even, Mm -hmm. I think, even more difficult to transition to what I feel is mainstream, um, meaning Mm -hmm. I could say your name everywhere. And they're like, yeah, yeah, no, I've heard of them. They had a TV show. Tell me how that how that worked for you. Was there a push and pull of, uh, I don't want to be secular. Was there a push and pull of, is this going to affect me as a person if I'm in this world? I feel like I was prepped for this, for this kind of fame and success because my family was a big deal in LA. Right. So like in the church, in the church circuit. So the Atkins family, like when we went somewhere, the whole choir was usually me and all my sisters. And my mom's this beautiful woman. My my dad's this handsome man who's, you know, funny and charismatic and could preach really well. So when we came, it was a thing. So mm. we knew we had to be kind of on. So you learn that you are kind of seen and people paid attention to you. So as I became famous, I was already semi-prepared for that. Church life does that for you because you know, as a preacher's kid and the pastor's niece, there's a certain requirement. You can't act the fool like everybody yeah. else. Well, I yeah. can <laughs> And I didn't want to because I loved them. I honored them. They were real people in my life. Um, uh, they allowed me to be human. They allowed me to have errors, but they required something of me. So yeah. as I grew and, and this fame thing grew, um, I was already prepared for it. Um, I dreamed of big stages. I dreamed of really? people... Yeah, I dreamed of it as a little girl. Oh, you know. Um, even being Mary Mary. Mary Mary was great, but me and Tina didn't grow up as a group. We weren't like always a duo. She sang with her friend Erica and I sang with my friends. And her friend Erica wasn't there at a particular service. And I was like, I'll sing it with you. And we sang together and it was like. <laughs> that was- <laughs> so. Uh, we were both making up songs. That's what we used to say. We didn't even call ourselves songwriters. And I was about 17, 18. Um, by the time we met Warren, um, I was 20. Mm-hmm. Tina was like 18. And um, we became a group. So, you know, all that happens and Mary Mary explodes and we're all over the world and blah, 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 blah. But I had been singing since I was six by myself and the dreams mm-hmm. were different. Mm-hmm. And so at first I thought, well, maybe I just dreamed wrong. When I first went solo in 2013, right after I had my daughter, I heard God whisper to me, I didn't forget. Mm. I didn't forget the dreams that you had as a little girl. Mm. It's still a moment for me. Mm. Um, Because you know how you desire things and when it doesn't come, you just Mm -hmm. shift what you want Mm -hmm. to kind of make it okay. Mm. You you just kind of let that dream die. Mm. Um, Because what was happening in my career was so great. You know, Mary Mary was winning Grammys and platinum and TV. And, you know, we were in the rooms with all the people and all the things. Um, But there was another dream I had. And so, God allowed me to even after we decided to take a minute on Mary Mary to still become myself. Mm-hmm. And that's hard to do when you're in a big family, because when you're in a big family, you are it's it's the girls. I almost didn't have an identity. People called me Tina for the first few years mm-hmm. or they still will say, hey, Tina, I'll go. I'm, I'm Erica. But that's fine. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have a problem. With yeah, that. yeah, of course. Yeah. But establishing me just because they don't know who I am doesn't mean I don't know who I am. Oh. So I don't get bothered. I don't get bothered by people who don't know. And you just haven't met me yet. You just don't know I'm awesome. But keep uh, uh, stay in this room. I'll show you. Okay. So I don't get easily bothered by that. I cannot with you, Erica. <laughs> I need you to pause on the sermon because I wasn't ready. Okay? Because I wasn't ready. <laughs> you get, oh, oh, I was like, it's so much food. I don't have my pen and paper. I want to I take notes on my phone. 
I if you are driving in the car and you hear Erica giving this message, pull over and get that pen and paper out. Dictate whatever you got to do. Pause, go back, rewind, press 15 seconds. You said, I heard God say after I achieved fame in this this arena as as this a part mm-hmm. of this group, this very well-known group of Mary Mary, that I didn't forget. Didn't forget. How important is that message for anyone? There is um a man or a woman listening to this podcast who thinks God forgot about their dreams of of love, of children, of fame, of yeah. fortune, of success, of whatever, uh, you know, yes. reconciliation. You think he forgot, yeah. but he didn't forget. Go through that moment. Yes. yes. His time is not our time. His sure way is not our way. Sure and when we yield ourselves, and I hear this so much, when we yield ourselves to where we are, as opposed to fighting it and telling ourselves we don't want it because we don't believe it will come, that's when it comes. Um, and even in that process of God saying it's time, then my voice went haywire. Like I sounded, when I first started solo, every live performance, I was terrified that I wouldn't be enough. Mm. There are some horrible performances out there. YouTube did me dirty. <laughs> um, but it is what it is. It is what it is, right? And wow. I realized that God didn't change his mind about me. I was just, it was a phase. Mm-hmm. Something was going on. I need to get reacquainted with my instrument and learn mm-hmm. how to perfect it. As opposed to saying, I got here and now I'm not ready for it. I was like, no, nah, this is just a part of the story. This makes the story better. Mm-hmm. Who wants to watch a movie that doesn't have the dun, dun, dun? Yeah, yeah, right. And sometimes right. in our life, that's what we're going for. It's the waiting, it's the searching, it's the valleys, the dark place. But if you hold on and if you truly believe, you open yourself up to receive all that God has for you. That's hard to do when devastation is in your face. That's hard to do when it's taking longer than you want it to, to, to still wake up in the morning and speak an affirmation of I'm valuable, I'm necessary. You know what I mean? I'm here and I'm ready. When God opens the door, I'll walk through it. I spent a lot of years saying that. You know, your first interviews, they always ask what's going on. Wasn't nothing going on but one song. I had shackles. That was it. So every interview, I would say stuff like, oh, whatever door opens for me, I'll walk through it because it wasn't no doors. Yeah. But what was happening was God was preparing me for the doors because what do you do when it's a lot of doors? Then you're overwhelmed. And the very blessing that you ask for is also your point of stress. Yes. Children, a church, a radio show. Music, trying to maintain my my identity and individuality, trying to be a good wife, trying to be a good friend, you know, all those things, trying to drink my water, keep my skin right. Like <laughs> it's, it's so much, you know, and you can ask God for things and not be ready for it. So in those times, God is literally preparing you. Mm-hmm. At my church, we say something every set, every Sunday, God prepare me for what you have prepared for me. And if you believe that you live a little bit different, you know what I mean? You go through trials a little bit different because you believe, I know the victory is mine. Mm-hmm. I know it is. Mm-hmm. I know you have something great. I'm not going to act like I'm going to be here forever. So that's why I write songs like I write because they are my own anthems. Sometimes I get in my own car and I have to play Can't Give Up Now. I have to get in my car and just drive. And I'll be like, all right, y'all, I'll be back. And I just drive by the beach and I just affirm myself. Erica, you wrote this. You sang this. Millions of people bought this and they believed what you said. Do you believe what you said? Mm-hmm. And so we have to make that choice in the face of whatever. Friends, 
relationship, money, this industry. Yeah. You have to learn to affirm yourself. So when you lay down at night, you literally rest. Yeah. Not just fall asleep with my phone in my hand. I was trying to do something because I was trying to get away from my own thoughts and just fall asleep. No, I'm going to sleep. Yeah. I'm going to settle my thoughts. I'm going to release my hands. I'm going to release my tongue from the roof of my mouth. I won't go to sleep. (laughs) I'm going to rest and trust. And you only do that after you've gotten through the storm. Yeah. After you've come through the thing and you go, oh, I didn't die in that trial. Mm-hmm. I didn't lose my mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, life didn't end because they left. And once you get through that, you go, mm-hmm. superwoman, I can conquer anything. You, I'm telling you, there is <laughs> no amen to that because there is no better feeling than accomplishing something when you, when it, when you can really recount you thought you couldn't accomplish said thing. You're right. like, I'm in the middle of right. it. And then when you get through it, you're like, I did that. I, okay. The yeah. very thing that you prayed for is the very point of stress for you. I say that in such a real way. All I've ever wanted was my own TV show. I, when I saw Oprah, I'm, I'm going to do what Oprah did. I get my own TV show. Most stressful experience of my life. And I'm like, wait a second. But this is what I prayed for. This is what I asked yeah. for. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so what do we do when we get it? Because I'm believing and affirming for everybody who has it. What do we do when we get it? Ask for strength to maintain it. There's a scripture that says, the blessings of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. And so when I'm when I am sorrowful and I am stressed out, I'll say, Lord, you you call these things blessings. My husband, my kids, my life, you called this thing a blessing and you said it. I shouldn't have sorrow, but I have sorrow. Mm. Can you lift it or give me a different perspective mm-hmm. so I can go through this in a different way? Because when it's heavy, it's heavy, mm-hmm. you know? But if he told me I don't have to carry it by myself, then I'll say, God, here, you take this. Because usually the stress comes from, um, am I good enough? Will this work out? Will they be in partnership? Will they, all those things, these uncontrollable variables, you know? And when you realize I can't, stressing, ain't gonna, stressing don't make it better. That's what Mary Mary said yesterday. Stressing mm-hmm. don't make it better. <laughs> After you finish stressing, what changes? Nothing. You just lost sleep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, I see. I'm expressed. Time to take a quick break. I have to pay the bills. It's been a while. This is the first episode back uh, since the new year. So stick with us. Hit the fast forward button if need be. Every champion and carry champions to be a champion. A champion and carry champion and carry champion. A champion and carry champion and carry champion. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot. 
the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh then it's time for an upgrade with the power of clorox sentiva with an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Every champion and carry champions to be a champion, a champion and carry champion. They girl, you did it. Got a champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment. Get naked, work. Hey, everybody, welcome back. We have Erica Campbell still here. Um, get your pen and paper out because this, this is a true, it's a sermon. It's a sermon for all. I hope you enjoy this edition of Naked. It's so beautiful to hear you talk um, so candidly and honestly. And, and, and more importantly, you now you see, right? So now we see why you were given that vessel to speak to so many people. And, and really, it's like the gift of exhortation because I'm locked in. Do you think that the career that you have and the fame that you have make you compromise ever? Um, because I certainly believe early in my career, I compromised to get certain things and I, and you call it playing the game. And by compromise, I mean, mm -hmm. sometimes every decision wasn't of God, right? Every decision you make, every choice you choose, For sure. um, For sure. doesn't have that more, that moral compass that you, you would normally do. Has that happened? Mm -hmm. And if so, how do you deal with that? Because I think people would want to know, we all make these compromises. How do you deal when you make yeah. these compromises? Lord, get me out of here. <laughs> I got myself. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, get me out of here. Am I supposed to be in this room? Father God, help me out. I mean, there's no, there's no super spiritual way. Well, you know, God, if you get me out of here, I promise you. You know? 
because you thought it was cool or you thought, oh, this is going to be dope. <laughs> You'd be like, Lord, I promise you, Jesus, just get me out of this situation. <laughs> and so that's how you learn your boundaries. You know, um, when you look at all things working together for the good, you learn a lot about yourself mm-hmm. In those mm-hmm. situations, you mm-hmm. learn if you have the strength to go through it. You learn if you're maybe a little bit too flexible. Yeah. You learn your strength. You learn, do I know how to stand up for my faith, for what I believe in, in a room yeah. full of people that could financially change my life? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do I all compromise? Money. Ooh, all money and good money. money. And, good money. and I know a lot of people who are sad and depressed. With money. I know a lot of people who have a lot and look great online and social media, but they ain't happy. I literally had a lady who was posting all this stuff online, you know, she's, you know, in my, in my circle and in my life. And so I was so happy for, I was like, oh my God, I'm so happy. I'm commenting hearts and oh, go get it, girl. Then I get a message. She's like, I'm, I'm tired. Mm. I was like, what do you mean tired? She's like of life. And I was like, girl, you know why you're tired? Because you won't be honest. Mm. Sometimes the place, your, your platform can also be a place of vulnerability where you say, because you're trying to carry this, I have to be, I have to be, I have to be. And and sometimes you're just not. It's okay to say, y'all, today is not a good day. Mm-hmm. Wig off, lashes off, makeup mm-hmm. off. Not a good day. Mm-hmm. Somebody just say a prayer for me. It's been times when I've gone to my Twitter page and I'll go, y'all, just need prayer today. It ain't a good one. Maybe it will be tomorrow, mm-hmm. but it's not a good one. And I think that, level of honesty helps me when I get in a moment, I'll go, oh, you got it wrong this time. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was motivated by, maybe I was having insecure day when that request came through and I said yes, because I needed to feel, you know what I mean? Something. Sure. Sure. Because the enemy sends invitations too. Uh, absolutely. And they too good to be true. The devil is, the devil mm-hmm. is well connected and well funded. Yeah. Everything he wants to do. Yeah. You don't think it's going to destroy you. You feel like I'm having a good time. I'm living my life. And a, and a little bit of your joy, a little bit of your peace dies. Yeah. But every time you walk outside of your purpose for something that you think is a is a source of joy or light. I love that. You know? I love that. I love that. Do you ever think, and you have, like you talked about coming, and the reason why I keep going back to the origin story of, of family, because I really believe that it makes you who you are. Um you were used to the limelight. You talk about your father, well known, um, and your mom was. You know, you guys were the family. You so was there already an expectation on you growing up that you had to be something? I'm curious because yeah. that to me affects how you move. Yes, but I think it came more from me. Oh, you know, I knew I had to sing. You know, um, we went to Christian school for a short time. Because we couldn't afford to stay there. Um, and when everybody else had to learn a scripture, I had to learn scripture and I had to sing a song. So I always had to sing. That was always a part of the thing. When people did Easter speeches on Sunday, I had to sing. And I enjoyed it. I loved it. I, I did it in school. I mean, elementary school, the school plays. It was all of that. So without it even coming from my parents, I knew it was what I wanted to do. And so... A lot of what I did was because I believed I was going to be great. Um, so I was singing background for Brian McKnight. Since we're naked, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I was singing background for Brian McKnight. And I was on the road. And um, when you grow up, Kojic, Church of God in Christ, yeah. Pentecostal. 
secular music is a sin. So we weren't supposed to listen to it or anything like that. You can only sing it at weddings, right? Yep. Yeah. Crazy. So off. <laughs> um, but my who was my pastor said, um, I believe you're supposed to do this because I believe there's something you're supposed to learn. So I go on the road with Brian McKnight and one of the shows, this um hip hop artist is in the audience who I have had a crush on. Uh-huh. So, you know, I notice I'm singing, Do I ever cross your mind? Uh-huh. Anytime, sing with Brian McKnight, uh-huh. and I see him just looking, and he just looking, and I'm going, I'm, and I tap the girl next to me, and I'm going, girl, please hey. look at how he's staring at me. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, oh no, 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 no. So after the show, we're in the green room, and he walks past the dressing room, and we have this exchange, and it's, mm-hmm. you know, you can feel a little vibe, uh-huh, and then uh-huh. so they're talking about going out mm-hmm. after the show, and um. And somehow where I was positioned and where he was positioned, he looks at me and says, don't go. Mm. So when the lobby of the hotel, I, my friend, I was like, get me out of here now. I can praise the Lord. <laughs> you better the than me. Go I ahead. Said, I, said, <laughs> I said, I'm going to be a gospel artist one day. Um. One day I'm going to be a big deal. I don't want to be in a room talking about Jesus, God, Lord, and baby Jesus. And he go, yeah, I know well, you in the biblical sense. I just didn't. And that happened like a few times. It was always like somebody that I would have a crush on. I was in an elevator with these two R&B singers and they were just going on. Oh, my God. Ain't she fine? She's so fine. She's so fine. I was singing with Eric Benet at the time. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, one gets off the elevator and he was like, oh, I'm in room such and such. I was like, OK, rest well. And then I go up and the next one, he was like, I mean, if you're not doing nothing, you know, we can just. I was like, oh, Lord, no, I'm oh, good. Lord. Give me strength. Give me strength. Give me yeah, strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I, but I believe, I believe, I believe it takes one moment mm-hmm. to destroy your destiny. It only takes one wrong decision to take everything left. And it doesn't mean that God can't still use you. You just have now this unnecessary bump in the road. Like, yeah, I see what you're I just saying. Didn't want it. Forgiveness you is available, I mean? but you're like, do you have to do that to get to where you want to be? You do don't I have to do that. You don't. You I, don't know. I don't want that to be a part of my story. I got a little bit more self-control than that. Can I and tell you? I want my dream more than I want you. Amen. My desire to become Amen. is bigger than you. So you are, um, you've always known you're a knower. Like people talk about what people are. You've always known everything that you've said to me never has led me to believe that, yes, you may have had moments where you didn't believe, but you've always known. Isn't that mm-hmm. special? That's how you know that your dream was was truly ordained and you were, and you already had the destiny. You are a, no, you have not, I don't know if you even heard yourself talk. You're like, no. And so I heard God say, I didn't forget. No, I knew I put the pressure on me and I knew that I would be when I was a kid. No, I understood mm-hmm. what it was and I didn't necessarily like every move you made was because you knew what it was supposed yeah. to be. I don't no matter how long it took. Because I was also insecure. I was also shy. I was also the girl that didn't speak up. I was mm. the friend that whatever everybody wanted to do. OK, we having tacos, even if I wanted burgers. OK, tacos are fine. Hmm. You know, if they were going somewhere, I would just because I wanted my friends so I wanted to be liked. I wanted to be cool because when you're the church girl, that's not the cool girl in school. Mm-hmm. Even though I was cute, I was mm-hmm. the corny church girl. I couldn't go to the parties. I couldn't go, you know, and even if I did go to like the school dance, somebody came and it was like, what you doing in here, church girl? So it was always that thing. 
but it was always that thing. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So it can either be a bad thing or it can be the special thing, the very thing that has allowed me to be and to become. So even in my moments of you're not good enough, like the people that I audition, everything that I ever auditioned for, they told me no. Anything I ever went out for, I never got one thing. Hmm. Never won contests, none of that. But I was like, I'm still going to be something one day. I don't know how and I don't know when, but I'm going to be something one day. I mean, even going through relationships and going through my breakups, I was like, yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a by myself kind of girl. So I'm, I'm going to cry for about two weeks and then I'm going to get over it. So wow. like anybody, like, you know, I've been dumped. And then there's been times that I had to walk away. And I'm like, I mean, I'm going to cry real hard for about two weeks. <laughs> I'm, we're moving on. I'm giving you two weeks I'm max. Yes. Max. You're not yeah. crying over this in two or three months. Oh, you, you know, you go through the whole thing. You can't eat. You sad. You cry. You lose weight. And then you're like, oh, okay, it's over. What am I going to do? Yeah. You don't. Okay. Yeah. But I'm not asking know, myself why. I'm yeah, not asking no. him why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need closure. The closure is you left. It's closed. What What you got to tell me? You left because you didn't want to be here. <laughs> like people, I like when I talk to a lot of my single friends that go through breakups, I just want to know why. I don't. If you wanted to be here, this is where you would be. Mm-hmm. You, you gave me the answer when you left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna call you a few times, and then after you don't call me back, I got the message loud and clear. Yeah. I'm not a by myself kind of girl. I'm I'm moving on to the next one. So the beauty of being a knower, um, and you just said it's always been that thing, right? Like maybe the insecure mm-hmm. thing, but it's also been that thing that you knew that you deserve what you're supposed to have. That's a beautiful. Yeah, that is a beautiful place to be. I I ask you this for all your fans who say, I want to see this from you and I want to see that from you. What do you hear most from your fans? What are their requests? Because it seems like you're on social, you interact with them and you engage. What do they want from Erica? I think they want, um, they want in-person interaction. Mm. Um, some of them want to say thank you. Oh. And oh, that feels so amazing. I love that. Um, a lot of them want Mary Mary, mm, which is yeah. fine. I love and miss singing with my sister, even though 2022 was amazing for Mary Mary. Yeah. Like with no new music from the Super Bowl to the the Versus, um, the Hollywood Bowl, CNN closing out the Juneteenth celebration. So many amazing things. And even when the the top the top artist of the year came out, like Mary Mary was yeah. on the list. It was just mm-hmm. like. And God, you have a way of showing me, even though you're moved on to this, I'm still blessing that. Because you were obedient in that. You were faithful in that. Mm-hmm. You stuck with it in that. I'm going to also bless this for your Amen. faithfulness. Faithfulness Amen. and gratefulness. Amen. That's something so powerful. It's impossible to be sad, depressed, and anxious and grateful at the same time. <laughs> you can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're saying, I'm just, I'm, I'm breathing. I'm happy for breath. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have no breathing. Pain. I'm I'm happy just for breath. Thank you. You know what I mean? My yeah. legs work. I'm happy. Yeah. Start with the small thing. Yes. You know what I'm yes. yes. Every champion and carry champions to be a champion. A champion and carry champion and carry champion. A champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment. Connected with. Champion and carry champions to be a champion. A champion and carry champion. They girl, you did it. Got a champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment. Connected with.
I am so grateful for this because it's such a message. I don't care where you are in life. If things are seemingly great and they're not great or they could, it's all good because you're reminding me of the basics. Like, first of all, I'm a big believer in dreams. I don't believe dreams are placed on your heart and then they disappear. I believe if it's your calling, it will stay there. It will. It will. And you have to fight for it. You have to push for it. God doesn't do anything for you without you. Yeah. You can believe, but the Bible says faith without works is dead. It's dead. Are you yeah. really are you really working towards your dream? Are you doing a little bit and trying to wait for it to come to you? When I was in I was going to every concert, every event, I sang at everything I could. I talked to every producer I knew until it happened for me. Mm-hmm. You know? It didn't mm-hmm. happen. I I was singing when I was five. I didn't get signed till I was twenty eight. Mary Mary didn't come out till I was twenty eight years old. So that's a lot of years, you know, when you think you're going to be a child star and then you think it's going to happen here and it's going to. And you never you give up. To, never give up. Oh, you never wow. give up. Wow. Wow, Erica. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that about you. I love you saying that you still like he did not forget and he told you that. Mm-hmm. So then you get all the things. Right. Mm-hmm. You get all the things and everyone's like, oh, my God, she's famous. She's rich. She's pretty. She had a husband. She had babies. You get all the things. And we just are like, we want to do it, too. Tell us about the book of how to. And then you get there and you still feel like there might be a little more you want. How do you settle your spirit when you're so ambitious? That's a good question. It's funny. My phone was ringing. It was my sister, Tina. She's always telling me, like, Erica, when do you sleep? Okay, we love the ambition, but don't wear yourself out. My older mm-hmm. sister calls me and says, "Come over to my house and just lay down. I'm cooking mm-hmm. for you." Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they they help me. My sisters help me. I wrote a book called um, "More Than Pretty: Doing the Soul Work That Uncovers Your True Beauty." Um, when the amazing things are happening, sometimes you don't know that they're amazing. They're just ha- life is happening, and um, as life happens and you embrace it, you go, "Oh, this is the blessing," right? Um, this is this is what I prayed for, mm-hmm. even before you see it. Um, but it takes trust, it takes patience, mm-hmm. um, long suffering. That's a word in the Bible. Long suffering. Yes. It takes, yes, you know, because it's just not easy. It's not, you know. And um, you, 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 do you always want something else? Are you content right now? If Erica is Erica Campbell ready to retire, does God say there's more? Never. I'm just curious. You're like never retire. <laughs> um. So my Me song too. "Feel Alright Blessed" comes out Friday 13th. Uh-huh. Um. I started working on my podcast yesterday. Yes. Um. Congratulations. That's happening. I would love to talk to you on my podcast. I would. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, can you talk about the podcast? Like what platform it's on? Sure. How we can find it? Yeah. Tell us more. It's um, it's so many questions with Erica Campbell because we all got questions, right, yeah. about life and all the things. And you have um, the answers, by the way. <laughs> I'm getting an education. It is on the Urban One Podcast Network. Okay. Um, super excited about that. Yes. Um, working on a new album called "Called in My Dreams," actually. Wow. wow, wow. Um, that comes out the day before my birthday, April twenty eighth. Hmm. And um, mm-hmm. my daughter's at Spelman. My two youngest are going to middle school. My church is doing, it's just, it's good. It's sweet right now. Me and my husband were talking about it. We were driving and I was like, don't things feel like real sweet? He said, yeah, yeah I could get, I could get a little bit nervous. I was like, don't babe, let's just enjoy it. Enjoy it. It's good right now. It's good maybe right it'll, now. You know, and it doesn't have it'll to be bad. Even better. It doesn't. It doesn't have to it be doesn't. bad. 
Oof. So I know that I look at you and I think there's so much more to come as I call you a knower, as I just, that word was introduced to me not long ago. Um, and when you know, you know, but that's just God's calling because I knew. So the fact that I hear mm-hmm. you speak even more confidently than I ever probably have in my life is really refreshing and assuring. And and you know that you've been chosen and it is such a blessing for you to just share your message with us. Like, I, I appreciate you. I really, truly do. There is, you know, it's a black woman right here pulling over like, okay, she didn't gave me a word. Let me go ahead back and rewind. I'm sure you get that often. So everybody has to go out and support. Um, I just want to say, honestly, not kidding. Been a fan for a long time for so many people. Funny story. Um, behind the scenes when we always know who we're, when we get our guests. Um, Mm-hmm. one of our producers who does our social media was like, she's our first episode of the year, right? Like we're doing her first, right? In terms of she's coming before. And I was like, oh, you're excited. I got, and I got excited because oh. she got excited. So it was really sweet. And I, and it wasn't, I knew what she was saying. First episode of the year back from break. And she was so excited. And yeah. I was like, she's a special one. So I just want you to know, yeah. I mean, the, the, the fan base is deep. I'm a true fan. Yeah. I think you're great growing up in LA. There's always somebody who says they know you and know you. That's why I was like, I got friends who say they know you. I don't know if they do, yeah. but you know, West Side, right? <laughs> we were. <laughs> Um, I wa- when is your podcast launch? So we know to support. You know, what, I'll give you the specific date. Um, we are starting the recording, so we're getting. I'm really, really fresh in the process. Okay. Um, you know, but when you not do, long ago. please let so, me know so we can promote I it as will. well. I would love to. I would love I to. Will. And so I can. And I'm gonna listen to yours more, so I can take some notes. I'm sending it directly to you. I'm gonna try to get your phone number and harass you and be your be your new best friend. You be like, I got enough best friends. Yes, I got enough best friends. I love that. <laughs> Erica Campbell, the greatest. I mean, she does it all. And quite frankly, she deserves it all. Thank you so much for being a knower and sharing your dreams with us on Naked. You are more than welcome. Thank you for having me. So uh, I, for the holidays, uh, I was gone. I went to Ghana. It's an amazing experience. And so there were two episodes. We, we took a two-week break and now we're back in full effect. And I'm glad that we are kicking off our very first episode of the new year with Eric Campbell with such a powerful message. I think my biggest takeaway from her is simply that um, she is a knower. She knows what she wants in life. She never ever, no matter how much we doubt, she never ever not believed in the dream and the promise that was given to her. And I think that is something special. Um, it's special to be a knower. I think oftentimes we all know, but we refuse to acknowledge what we know. Uh, And she didn't do that. And I felt like everything she talked about was a true testimony. Like I said before, you don't necessarily have to believe in her God or our God or whatever God that is, but you do have to understand these are life lessons that are truly invaluable. Uh, Happy New Year. You can still say that to the end of the month. I don't care what Larry David says. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed this edition of Naked. Talk to y'all next week. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.